so you know the the ice the ice function on your fridge you know how your ice chopper doesn't work anymore right yeah, you broke it. No, I did not. You break it. you did. It was not I. You, it was you that it broke it. It was broken long before I got here. Nah, kid. <laughs> nah, son. <laughs> that shit you busted that How shit. How did I break it? I think you you were like dying for crushed ice because yeah. you're like I gotta have crushed ice. <laughs> I mean, well, if, I, crushed, I, if crushed ice is the option, I'm taking the option every time. That's right. I prefer <laughs> my ice crushed. I think that's natural. Yeah. And then you did it, and it would never back off of that function. <laughs> it just was, it was crushed ice or no ice. Yeah, I think I fixed it for you. Unless you I reach did. your goddamn hand in there, <laughs> grab the full ass cube. <laughs> or 10. Yeah. Well, the, it wasn't working on my machine. Like, we couldn't get the ice to come out properly. Couldn't get it to come out pro- in any form, crushed or otherwise. Right. Interesting. Uh, but I, I took out the whole ice bucket thing and kind of figured out that the thing in the back that turns the thingy that makes yeah. the ice move forward. You call that an auger. Yeah, the auger. The yeah. thing that turns the auger was kind of not working right. So I ordered a whole, I thought, well, I can fix this. This is something that can be fixed. So I ordered a whole ice bucket part replacement, like to just replace that whole bucket thing. And then, so I ordered it from this company that does ice buckets for your refrigerator <laughs> or whatever online. Uh-huh. And they sent me one. And I researched it thoroughly. You know me. I'm not just going to go willy-nilly buying shit online. You know, no, I no, yeah. Hours you, of internet research. Overly researched it. Exactly. Yeah. I needed to know how much it weighed in troy ounces for and sure, everything before sure. I did anything. What's that now? <laughs> An ice bucket. Like an ice bucket for a refrigerator, Troy? Oh, yeah, sure. How much does that weigh in troy ounces? Well, I'm not going to tell you, am I? <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> you said you've already done the research. No. <laughs> It would be like me being a redundancy then, wouldn't it? I guess. That's not what I do, is it? No, it's not. No, all right. Would you like a pint? Good day, mate. Okay. <laughs> Did I miss him again? Yeah, yeah. God damn it. I know. It's so, he's so stealthy. He's slippery. He's in and out. He is. <laughs> anyway, so I or, they sent me the wrong ice bucket somehow. And uh, I was like, and it looks nothing like mine. Do like you know, nothing. Often people say that when they've ordered the wrong ice bucket. But I didn't. Like the... the <laughs> And that's what happened to me. They they wrote me, like I wrote to them like, hey, you sent me the wrong ice bucket. They wrote back like, oh, you're going to have to send us pictures to prove it's the wrong ice bucket. I was like, oh, now you've done it. So I wrote a very... That really lights a fire under your yeah, buttocks. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So I, I wrote a very clear and very tersely worded... Oh, tersely worded email. Tersely worded sure. email with sure. the pictures showing the pictures of it on their website. Right. That, which I ordered. Here's what from. I ordered. Here's what I ordered. Right. Here's the one from my refrigerator and I took the pictures in exactly the same orientations as the ones they had on Good their website. Good for you. Good for you. And then I took side-by-sides of what they sent me and what mine looks like. Right. And they're completely different. Completely different. And uh, I just got the response finally today saying, oh, we'll send you a new one right now. You know, no charge, blah, blah. No charge? Yeah. Didoy. I know. You've already no been charge. charged. Right, exactly. I want the right thing. God damn it. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. It's infuriating. I feel like everything that you want to buy, order, rent, use, <laughs> steal, uh-huh. n- none of it comes easy anymore, ever. Sometimes, Nothing. Yeah. Nothing? I, I can get nothing. I can get no satisfaction <laughs> in the world. What's wrong, Mick? <laughs> he tried <What>? to warn us. <laughs> <laughs> but even like you, you order something on Amazon, it's not that's not easy. Two days, that's not easy. Well, I mean, like, I guess, okay. A lot of those go okay. Yeah. But often Every they come later than you'd think or right. would hope. Right. Uh, every, uh, mo- I would say half the time it's not quite the right thing. Uh-huh. It's not what you what was pictured or what was ordered or as advertised. Right, right, right. 
And then dealing with those people to make those returns or make those swaps and exchanges is excruciating. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah, what made me mad about this one was like I had to prove to them that I'm not an asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That I didn't order the wrong part. I'm sure they get it all the time that people order the wrong yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're mad like, oh, I ordered the wrong right. part. But th- th- this was, that, you know, I don't like having to prove that I'm not an idiot. Well... <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I've proved. I mean, the I'd other like some side. proof, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm with them. Well, maybe you'll get some here. <laughs> Could you send me pictures of you being a viable <laughs> member of the human race? <laughs> <laughs> you make a strong point. <laughs> <laughs> proof isn't half bad sometimes. <laughs> it's true. Right? Well, maybe you'll get some proof here today on Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite Podcast. Your source for proving I'm not an asshole. <laughs> A better way to satisfy your customer service needs. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I promised you before we started that that was going to be really boring. You did say it was boring. Did I deliver? But I mean, yes, 100% boring, but also on par with most of your other stories that you don't preface with, this is going to be boring. So I think we're learning. You have one level of story or anecdote. I see. Let's be honest. Okay. Not really a story. No, it wasn't really a story. (laughs) But look, on the at least it had something to do with sales. You know, and customer service. That's so right. It was relevant. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a oof. That's a. I mean, you really got to wrangle that one to wrestle it down to the ground. Yeah. To convince me of that, but yeah, I guess it's close. It's adjacent. Always be replacing your ice bucket. A B R Y I B. Okay, I love it. I love it. Maybe I should do the same thing. Maybe I should just order up a new ice bucket That's with an I'm auger saying. and the whole deal. That's just what I'm slide it you. into place. Yeah, and you're done. Call it easy a day. Peasy. Then I get crushed and I get whole and I get Yeah, you get everything you want. Yeah. I don't know why you're wasting your time with this crushed well, cause ice. Well, cuz I don't I don't like crushed ice. <laughs> uh, but I'll reach my goddamn hand in there. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, and if that works for you, then don't because why spend the money? Right, why you know. put more plastic in the landfill has always been my thought. Right. Right? right. Yeah. So I'll just reach my goddamn hand in there, save the fucking planet while you order plastic things out the wazoo. Yeah, I'm just going to throw that old one away. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should bury it (laughs) like in your garden. I was just going to leave it in the street. Oh, nice. Even better. Leave it in the street somewhere. Yeah. Someone will find it. But make sure you put it in a plastic bag first. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't want anything to happen to it. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) (sighs) Where are we at? We're at episode number 25. That's a crazy amount of episodes. It's a quarter century. That's 25. Well, yeah. I mean, it will have been 25 scripts from Grace at this point. That's right. That's crazy. It is crazy. That's crazy. It's nutty. I thought she'd bail after eight or so. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but she's still working. She's still working. Still working. Haven't heard from her in a while, but she's still producing. Yeah, she does. Which I guess is the perfect employee, right? (laughs) That's right. Right? She was just giving us a lot of guff anyway. I mean, I mean that's really all she was good for. Seriously. You know what I mean? I do, I do know. You know what I'm saying? I know. Episode 25. Science, math, and geology. Another stuff is numerology. Numerology. Nice. You didn't do it, though. Nice. <laughs> but you didn't do it. No, I knew you were going <laughs> to. <laughs> oh, that's malarkey. <laughs>
How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I have done it low these many episodes without any support. I figured you should get out there. Okay. Do a little solo. Okay. A little P-Doop solo. Yeah, that's nice. That's once fun. in a while, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> P-Doops. I was actually lost in thinking about the other stuff in numerology. Oh. <laughs> and how heavily we lean on the other stuff. Yeah, that will trip you up. Yeah. <laughs> If you think about it too hard. <laughs> and I have. <laughs> 25 is the natural number following 24 and preceding 26. Speaking of things that trip you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That thing. <laughs> that thing. I didn't know if you meant that or Willie, who has also come to join us. No, I meant the natural number between thing. Boy, we're going to keep doing it. Okay. We're here. All right. As long as we're here, it's here. Okay. All right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um... In mathematics, 25 is a square number being 5 squared or 5 times 5. And it is one of two digit, one of two two-digit numbers whose square and higher powers of the number also ends in the same last two digits. E, <laughs> so for 20, example, 25, 25 squared. 25 is 625. Exactly. The other is 76, apparently. Oh, interesting. What's, yeah. what's 76 squared? Um, Doesn't say. Okay. What is 76 squared? I don't know. I'm going to find out, though. You are? Yeah. I'm going to continue. I'll continue. I'm so curious. Yeah. You, it is the smallest square that is also the sum of two non zero squares. Non zero? Yeah. So three squared plus four squared. 25. 25. Oh, that's cool. Right? Yeah. Hence, like it that. often appears in illustrations of the Pythagorean theorem. Oh, neat. Yeah. That's very neat. And by the way, 76 squared. Is 5,776. Oh, there it is, 76. That, five, that, that we'll be celebrating our quinmillennial Oof. or quatrimillennial in 5,776. Oof. If, we're not going to make it that far. No. No. Uh-uh. There's this, no way. No. <laughs> this There's rock no is going to be burned up. That's right. <laughs> Nothing will be living here. How many, uh, how, many, how many trombones do you think should lead the parade? <laughs> 76. Okay. All right. Well, that's an odd little crossover there that you would say that <laughs> arbitrarily with no basis in any song or anything. It's just your own preference. Yeah. That's all I yeah. would yeah. 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 25 is the sum of the single digit odd natural numbers, one, three, five, seven, and nine. And the first five odd natural numbers. Huh. How about it? That's fun. Crazy, right? Yeah. 25 is a centered octagonal number, Whoa. a centered square number, Whoa. and an automorphic number. Come on. Automorphic. You want to know what that is? I, I do. You do, right? Yeah. Uh, also sometimes referred to as a circular number, uh-huh. is a number whose square ends in the same digit as the number itself. Uh-huh. For example, 5 squared, 25. Right. 6 squared. 36. 36. Yeah. 76 squared. 5,776. That's right. Did you have that in your notes? 5,776? 5,776. And you made me look it up? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I just like to watch you squirm. (laughs) Don't smart me. Because when you smart me, it ruins it. It ruins it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, 25% is equal to one quarter. Yes. You know that. Do. That's very clear. Uh-huh. Very clear. Yep. Uh, it is the smallest base 10 Friedman number. Friedman? As a, <laughs> 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 
What? <laughs> Who called me? <laughs> I have a number. It's no, it's no reason to bother a person. <laughs> it's the smallest base 10 Friedman number as it can be expressed by its own digits. As it can be ex- expressed. It can be expressed by its own digits. Uh-huh. Five squared. Two five. Five squared. Five okay. squared. I get you. You that's get cool. it? Yeah, that's Friedman. <laughs> what do you want from Only me? Friedman would come up with something that's stupid. <laughs> that's Eric Friedman, by the way. Oh, okay. To you. Thank you. Yeah, out, I, of, out of Florida. Oh, weird. <laughs> I think scientists should have where they went to school <laughs> shouted out. <laughs> like, like a college athlete. <laughs> the former first round pick out of Florida, Eric Friedman. Friedman. <laughs> Who's calling me? What is, what are we doing? He's clearly from Boca. Is what Eric, <laughs> Eric Friedman did his scientific work in There's Boca. no question. Yeah. There's no question. It is also a Cullen number. Okay. The smallest pseudo prime satisfying the congruence seven squared equals seven mod number you get that of course let me talk to you (laughs) why would you even ask me that that was uh james cullen ah james i loved him out of central arkansas (laughs) (laughs) no i'm making that standing six foot two (laughs) measuring you know 185 pounds James, James Collins, the Nutcracker Cullen. <laughs> I don't know why they call him Nutcracker. Don't ask me. Mod number. That's that's why. right. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's if you know goes. math, it's hilarious. <laughs> nutcracker. Twenty-five is the smallest aspiring number. Ooh. Um. What, what's it aspiring to? Yeah, that's a great question, buddy. Twenty-six. It's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. right? Yeah, you got to aspire higher. Or else, what are you doing? What are you doing? Right? A, a number can only outreach its grasp or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So, an aspiring number is somehow tied into the Alkiot sequence. Oh, yeah. You know Alkiot. Sure. The sequence of positive integers in which each term is the sum of the proper divisors of the previous term. <laughs> you get it? Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, buddy. There are pe- the funny thing about all this is there are people who understand what that means. I mean, like, I mean, like, why? Like, what, what is, Probably is for rocket important? science and shit. Is that why? I would imagine. I guess maybe so. Yeah, come yeah. on. Okay. There's a lot to be gleaned from the mathematics. You know this. The, the universe is mathematics, You know this. Right? Just ask Shapiro about his inequality. Hey, hey Shapiro. <laughs> Who called me? Hey, Who what? Called, huh? <laughs> come on. What are, what are we doing? <laughs> 25, according to the Shapiro inequality, 25 is the least odd integer. Oh, uh, here we go. You love this one. <laughs> yes, I do. You, you love this one. As the most odd person, <laughs> you love this because of it's about the least odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it the least odd? Uh, it's a great question. Oh. <laughs> uh, statement of the inequality. Suppose n is the natural number and is a positive integer. N is even less than or equal to 12 or is odd and less than or equal to 23. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if that doesn't clear it up for you, I don't know what will. So moving on. So it, it, does 25 just not get invited to a lot of parties because he's boring or what? Like, I don't understand. He's the you, least odd. Least odd. Yeah. No, I think he would be popular. What do you think? You always start with the least odd guy, don't you? Maybe. I mean, I don't know what kind of parties you're throwing. 
Hey, wild. You're saying least wild. odd means boring. Maybe. That's how you're making a translation? Kind of. As an odd person. You're <laughs> like, I'm very complex and fun to be around That's right. and engaging. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I think least odd is what I'm looking for in a... Yeah? In a, in a podcast Gathering partner. partner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 night companion. That's what I most likely want out of my night companion. 25 is the average percentage DNA overlap of an individual with their half-sibling, grandparent, grandchild, aunt, uncle, niece, nephew, identical twin, or cousin. Huh. 25%. The average percentage of DNA overlap. That's interesting. How do you like them apples? That's really cool. <coughs> so... You would, but you if you if it was your parents say you might have more than that. I would guess. I guess that's true because that would be more of a fitty fitty split. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But half sibling, grandparent, grandchild, all that adds up. Yeah, that right? makes sense. Twenty five percent. I like it. That's right. Twenty five is the atomic number of manganese. Oh, manganese! <laughs> Another word you could substitute while taking a picture if you wanted people to smile. <laughs> you could say mateen cleaves, or you could say manganese. Or you could say mateen cleaves manganese. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mateen cleaves out of manganese. <laughs> I think that. Look at it. <laughs> Ain't it awesome? <laughs> I think that's why he didn't succeed in the NBA. Too much manganese. No, he had manganese. His knees just didn't they even work right. They oh, had manganese. Boy. I see. Yeah. I see. They were sore. Yeah. Those his knees. Well, I do recall Mateen wearing some some wraps, some knee braces, yeah. these kind of things. Sure. Manganese. Manganese. Yeah. That's what he had. That'll do it. Yeah. He, he, so boy. Had, he was watching too much anime and he wound up with manganese. Boy. What? He's taking this to its fullest extent. <laughs> aren't you? Well, I don't know anything else about manganese. Well, I'm so. about to tell you. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. What a great segue. Manganese is a chemical. <laughs> See, I can't let you get away with thinking that was a great segue or you'll do it again. It was not a great segue. It was a speed bump. Or a speed hump. Have you noticed they call them speed humps now? I have noticed What that. is happening? <laughs> Do you like my speed humps? No. My girl humps, my bump no, humps. No, no, say humps. <laughs> Don't, there's no humps on signage. <laughs> We've all agreed, I thought. No. I, I do like bump better, I have to say. Speed bump. And That's what it is. And I don't know what's so offensive about bump that we went to hump. Why did we go to hump? I don't know. It's not more descriptive. It's not more accurate. Mm. What? I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think if, if there is a hump. tangible difference between saying bump or hump. <laughs> there is a tangible difference. <laughs> well, a hump I associate with two things, right? First, a camel. Secondly, humping. So, well, I, I associated two things, too. One is humping. Uh-huh. The other is you. <laughs> <laughs> humping me around? No, you have hump. a little hump in a your hunch. back. You have a little, like, a oh, is that what? Yeah. Hunch, the hunch makes it sound like you're just on to something, <laughs> conceptually. The chell hunch. The ch- yeah, it runs in the family. That's right. Yeah. 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 You got a little thing in your back there. That's right. When, as I get older, it's going to get even more pronounced. And I think of it as a hump. Okay. <laughs> what hump? <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know about when you get older. It's it's become more pronounced. Really? In the last 30 seconds, <laughs> I want to say. <laughs> well, when it's when it hears its name called, <laughs> it comes in like Friedman. So gross. <laughs> so gross. Like Friedman. <laughs> what? <laughs> From Weingartner's back. <laughs> measuring it at four feet wide, it's the hump. <laughs> Guy's got a hump. Doesn't mind talking about it. I love that. But I think you're right. I prefer speed bump. Speed bump. Yeah. Why is it a hump? I don't know. It's not a hump. Very weird. I saw speed bubble the other day. Speed bubble. What? What the 
fucking suck a dick. <laughs> it's not a bubble. Apedia. That's for the suck a dickopedia. That is for suck a dickopedia. It's all speed. Anything that is speed descriptor that isn't bump, suck a dickopedia. I'm with you. All right, great. All right. I'm glad we could make that decision together. Manganese is a chemical element with the symbol MN and the atomic number 25. It is found as a... It is... um, I apologize to manganese and all other associated parties. It is not found as a free element in nature. Oh, no. It is not found. It's a captive element? As a free element in nature. Aww. It is often found in minerals in combination with iron. Manganese is a transition metal with an important industrial alloy usage base. Okay. That's clunky. Particularly stainless steels. So here we are again in stainless steel. about that? Right? Chromium and manganese. Chromium and manganese. Working together to make your kitchen look (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Historically, manganese is named for pryolusite. What? And other black minerals from the region, the region, the region of Manganesia in Greece. Oh, wow. I didn't know there was a region called Manganesia. No, didn't, neither did I. How about that? Manganesia? There's like, Greece is full of things you never knew. Take it easier. <laughs> that's, a, that's the best. That is pretty good. Greece is full of things you don't know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy place. And they have zero money, right? Isn't right. that right? Aren't they? They're falling on some hard times as, a, have, as a yeah. nation. They have. Yeah. A once proud nation. That's right. The birthplace of civilization. But they are known for ruins. They are. So, eh, more ruins. <laughs> There you go, guys. I mean, sometimes yeah, it's, it's couple, just it's just poetic, and you have to deal with it. That's right. It's just uh, a couple thousand years from now, those ruin, today's Greece will be in ruins, and it'll be awesome. They'll tell us a lot about society, won't they, Bill? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, so suck it up, Greece. <laughs> Quit your bitching. Everybody's like, eh, I don't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> By the mid-18th century, Swedish-German chemist Carl Wilhelm Scheele had used pryolusite to produce chlorine. Uh-huh. Scheele and others were aware that pryolusite, known to be manganese dioxide, contained a new element, but they were unable to isolate it. Aww. Johann Gottlieb Gahn... Oh, I love him. ...was the first to isolate an impure sample of manganese in 1774, which he did by reducing the dioxide with carbon. <laughs> Duh. Right. It was right there. <laughs> Well, you get that. Gottlieb Gans like, you guys need me to do this for you? Huh? Just staring you in the face the whole goddamn time. Right. If you have two oxide uh, uh, molecules, you just got to bind that with the carbon, make some CO2. That's right. Carbon dioxide. That's right. And then the manganese. Put it, put it on the stovetop medium heat for like, what, 30 minutes? Yeah, let it simmer a little just bit. Just reduce there. that fucker yeah. down. That's right. Yeah. What do you got? You, you got manganese. You got manganese. <laughs> Love it. Come on. Let's go. People. What? I don't know why it took so long. <laughs> 1774? Come on, let's go. I know, right? Something was about to happen here in America. I'll tell you that. In a couple of years. You think? 1774. Right. <laughs> Manganese is a silver gray metal that resembles iron. Hmm. It's very hard and very brittle. Difficult to fuse, but easy to oxidize. Okay. How do you like them apples? I like it. I like it. Manganese metal and its common ions are paramagnetic. Whoa, what's that mean? Uh, it's a form of magnetism whereby some materials are weakly attracted by an extremely applied magnetic field. Huh. So, there you go. I'm also weakly attractive. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't even know if attractive is the word we should be using. <laughs> it's either weakly attractive <laughs> or massively Strongly repulsive. repulsive. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that one. Okay. <laughs> 
Manganese tarnishes slowly in air and oxidizes or rusts like iron in water containing dissolved oxygen. Okay. How do you like that? It's a lot like iron. I mean, it sounds like. It shares a lot of pro- pro- properties. Yeah. shares a lot of properties. <laughs> but it's brittle, apparently. That's not like iron. Uh, I wouldn't okay. describe iron as brittle. Brittle. According to a 1978 estimate, the ocean floor has 500 billion tons of manganese nodules. That's a lot of nodules. There's a lot of nodules. Let's get down there. Let's get them. Well, I don't think we need them. Oh, we don't? Do we? I don't know. I mean, it's manganese. I mean, we aren't we just reducing it on stovetops <laughs> with the dioxide? Duh. You go to the ocean floor. <laughs> I mean, that's a fucking scuba tank. It's like four hours of your day. <laughs> I'll just do this while I got laundry in the basement on my stovetop. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. I Why guess. are you trying to complicate this? <laughs> It just sounds like an opportunity. <laughs> an opportunity to what? To what? <laughs> to get some nodules? Yes, perhaps. <laughs> 500 billion tons. Yeah, that's a lot of tons. Which is practically the amount of hours you've been playing Witcher 3. That's right. 500 billion hours <laughs> right. or so, right? Right, just about in that area. Here's a funny little tidbit about those nodules, buddy. Okay. You ready? Sure. The CIA once used mining manganese modules on the ocean floor as a cover story for attempting to recover a sunken Soviet submarine. That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? That's totally awesome. What are you guys doing down there? <laughs> manganese. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. What's the CIA need with manganese? None of your fucking business, pal. Hey, we have stovetops too. <laughs> we got to get some manganese. Come on. Yeah. What? I- it's crazy, right? That's hilarious. It's so crazy. That is so funny. Did they put up like a sign that they wore like, you know, on their scuba gear, they had like a sign that said, manganese miners or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that anyone would be like, oh, no, they're yeah. not. Yeah. They're not looking for a And on the submarine. back it said, definitely not CIA. <laughs> definitely not looking for a sunken Russian Definitely submarine. not CIA looking for Russian <laughs> intel. Definitely not. <laughs> Uh, attempts to find economically viable methods of harvesting manganese nodules from the ocean floor were abandoned in the 1970s. Oh, so there you go, bud. I think it's time to try again. <laughs> well, the tech is probably better now, yeah. right? Let's get back out there. Get, get, those get nodules are just sitting there <laughs> waiting wait to give you their manganese. <laughs> These nodules, to you, they're gold, but you don't Look get them. <laughs> Oh, the nodules. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Moving on. In religion, in Ezekiel's version of a new temple, the number 25 is of cardinal importance in Ezekiel's temple vision. That can be found in Ezekiel chapters 40 through 48. Oh, those are my favorites. 40 through 48? Oh, man. 45 gets a little slow. (laughs) They were clearly trying to stretch it into a full season, right? But 48 is a strong ending. 45 and 46 could have been one episode, though, right? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But you're right. It does pick up again. (laughs) Really picks right back up in in the 47, 48 verse (laughs) range. That's right. Yeah. In Islam, there are 25 prophets mentioned in the Quran. How about that? 25. That's nice. That's all you need. Yeah, they don't need more than that. So what are you doing with more than that? I don't know. You know? I mean, come on. Too few and everybody's working too hard. Too many and somebody's slacking off. (laughs) That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. 25 is a sweet spot for prophets. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sweet spot for prophets. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. I like it. Sweet spoffets. (laughs) 
Sorry, I had to take a swing at it. And I well, so do they each have a um a specialty, or are they all sort of predicting the same future? You know, I, I wonder because it just says mentioned. Hmm. So that seems to me when you're talking about these these religious texts, like they could be like you know johnny son of bobby right. and that's it that's all they'll ever say about him right you know? right right, right, right. I mean he was a prophet yeah we don't know anything about this him. guy saw the future what do you want from me right yeah, yeah. what do you want a story right. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah yeah one time this guy said hey i bet we're gonna have dinner soon <laughs> and they're like oh my gosh he's a prophet <laughs> the future. looks like it's gonna rain <laughs> <laughs> then it rains this guy's a fucking prophet <laughs> Uh, yeah think, something like that i think it's getting dark oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> yeah right profit profit congratulations every time that guy's a profit yeah. all right we, we have a we have a smattering of 25ery oh fun right here i like i know you like the 25ery i do um the part of the name lsd 25 ah. m- molecule uh-huh so obviously you have the lsd part and you have the 25 part and that lsd 25 is actually the molecule that that gets you all hallucinating. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's the LSD that everybody's so jazzed on. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask. I know the answer. You never did LSD. No. You ever been around it? You ever no. seen anyone? On no. It? Nothing. But you would love seeing some people trip. <laughs> you would. You think? I've seen, like at festivals and stuff, I've seen so many people tripping. And it's hilarious. Really? Oh, my God. It's the best. Well, you said you enjoy it a lot because... Was it LSD you were talking about? Because you get like uh, these no, really I'm not. Cool... I'm not a fan of LSD myself. Oh, well, there was something else you were tripping. Yeah, out mushrooms. On. Oh, mushrooms. Psilocybin. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, my mistake. No, that's okay. But LSD. One's natural from Mother Earth. Uh huh. Grows. Grows naturally. Sure. Conducts itself in a in a moralistic fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and LSD is created in a lab, and somebody can fuck with it and make you all sick and gross. Gotcha. Yeah. They put it on your pez. Next thing you know. Next thing you know, you you think you're at Woodstock, right? Or whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would love seeing some trippers. Yeah, you would. Okay, yeah. it's great. I'm, I'm all right. No, you I'll know what? I take it back. You'd what? feel bad for them. Would I? Now I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> You'd be like all judgy. Not if they were having fun. If they're they, having fun, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. That's mostly what they look like. They're doing. Okay, yeah, that'd be fun then. Or just staring. Right. They also stare blankly, <laughs> which is also fun. Yeah, yeah, because you're like, dude. I wish I knew what you were seeing right he is now. So totally in Because you're stealth, probably man. seeing some really cool shit. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got 25 is the number of years uh, of marriage marked by a silver wedding anniversary. Oh, cool. Which you must be approaching uh, yeah. quickly. You're barreling towards the silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't we you? Just had 20. Just had 20. I think. Yeah, this year was 20. That's right. What's just mean? I didn't. I don't know April, when you're in anyway. April. Having not come to your wedding, I don't, can't say I uh, remember when you got married. It was April 1999. Having not been invited to your wedding, <laughs> <laughs> it was a small, it was a small engagement. Ceremony. Yeah, yeah, of hundreds of people. I'm sure. No, no. Uh, uh-uh. it was like 65, maybe. Oh, it was very small. Hey, yeah. you didn't make the. Cut. I would have been 66. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> just under the wire there. <laughs> Damn. Your brother was there, though. Yeah. Funny, that. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, 20 years. It's been 20 years I've been married. That's and, a good and, run, baby. It is. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, 25 is the minimum, a- minimum age of candidates for election to the United States House of Representatives. Ah, 25. Now, see, there's been talk lately of lowering that to like 18. 
And I'm not in favor of that at all. Seems a little young. I think that's uh, dumb. Yeah. Uh, 25 is dumb, frankly. Yeah, it is kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to get one out of every 10 25-year-olds that would be good at it. Right, right, right. But I I've, I work with 25-year-olds all the time. Yeah. I don't want them representing anything of import. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, unless there's, they're exceptional in some, you know. But it, I don't know. But I, they're I, not. Yeah. They're not. No. They're running for House of Representatives. <laughs> they're not exceptional. I, and I don't know what to do because it almost sounds weird to have a, a limit on it. Like to have a minimum age sounds kind of weird in the land of the free and the home of the brave. But, you know, I, I don't know. You don't know. No, I don't. But the president is what, 35? 35. That's, that's that, right. I mean, why is that? Yeah, I don't know. Why not just make them all 35? Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Yep. If you want to serve, you got to be this age or older to ride this ride. Yeah. This yeah. crazy <laughs> Washington, D.C. ride. And term limits, please. Please. Emphatically so. Yeah. Yeah. 25 is the number of cents in a quarter. Yes, it is. 25 is the usual TCP port for SMTP. <laughs> you know I love SMTP, <laughs> along with FTP and all the other protocols. You do. You love the protocols. I do. You know I like a good protocol. But your favorite is the simple mail transfer protocol. <laughs> I don't know if it's my favorite because it can be kind of a pain in the ass setting up your email. You know what I mean? So gets... It's right in the name. Yeah. It's the simple <laughs> mail transfer protocol. But sometimes it's not that simple. All right. Are you using 25 in your TCP port? Probably. Okay. <laughs> um, the 25 is the name of the national board game of India. What? Pashi or Hindi for 25. And it's the national board game of India. It is. I love that. I don't, And I don't know anything about it. I don't either. I want to play. You do want to play? Yeah, I want to try it. You don't want to play Pashi. Why not? You like that, don't you? <laughs> Somebody would stand up when they've beaten you right. and say that. <laughs> that would be the best part of the game. Apparently, Pashi is a cross between a circle board game that originated in medieval India um, and some other national game that was played much more contemporarily. It was played on a board shaped like a symmetrical cross. Oh. Oh, okay. And players move pieces around the board based on a throw of six or seven cowrie shells. <laughs> which I guess act as dice. Sure. Or <laughs> Antonio McDice. <laughs> uh, yeah, how about it? That's fun. Pashi. We don't have a national board game in this country. No? I don't think we do. We right? must. There's an official national board game Monopoly. in the United States. Monopoly. Th- that would probably be the closest thing, Monopoly. I mean, I've never heard it called that, but I bet no. if we do have one, it's that. I guess. Right? And that seems kind of... Gross. Yeah. It's like ca- America. Capitalist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like America. Right. Yeah. Slumlording over people. Like and, and America. Taking all their money. Yeah. Rich get richer. That's the law that's of the land. That's the law of the land. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Why Who can't belongs we... to the beat? Sorry. <laughs> if it was like checkers, for example, that's like an equitable game. Everybody starts out with the same number of pieces. Right. And the same stuff. Right, and right, right. It's all about skill. And so your vote would be checkers. Yeah, I think I'd vote for checkers. Yeah. Or maybe Scrabble. Uh-huh. Or Sorry. I would vote sorry. Would you like sure. sorry? Yeah, no, but I just no. like saying like our national board game is sorry. <laughs> that Well, that would be appropriate. Sorry. Given everything we've done in the world, sorry. For sure. Uh, there's also an Irish national card game called Spoil 5 or Spoilt 5 or sometimes 25. Oh, I like it. How about it? 
What's what, do you know anything about the spoilt? Like, why is it spoilt? Uh, in the traditional book version of the Irish national card game called Twenty Five, um, Charles Cotton describes it as five fingers, a nickname applied to five of Trumps ex- extracted from the fact that the Irish word. <laughs> I'm just going to pull the ripcord on this. There's no answer here. <laughs> there's there's literally no answer here. Okay. Yeah. I like it though. Yeah, I do too. The Irish are fun. I mean, let's face it. If they've got a game, I want to play with them. <laughs> right? It would be really fun. I can see that being They'd fun. They'd be sure. drinking Guinness and having a good time. Sure, be sure. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. wonder if the India, Indian game 25 and the Irish game 25 are similar. Probably not. Mm. just called the Probably same thing because yeah. one's a card game and one isn't right 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 right, right. you like that don't you <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> what do you like huh <laughs> uh, uh let's see per that's the per second frame rate of pal video standard oh are you familiar with that at all the european standard like we have ntsc here and then there's pal in uh, Europe and See, other I didn't places. even know that. Yeah. That stands for phase-altering line. Ah. I had no idea that was exclusively European I don't know nature. if it's exclusively European, but, but it we, originated have, we have there? NTSC here in this country. In other countries, they have PAL. Gotcha. And other stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. 25 is the name of Adele's 2015 album, named for her age in that year, which we've come across before. We sure have. Yeah. And you know how big a fan I am. You're a huge Adele fan. I'm not really. You're not, are you? No, I had heard of her, and that you thought that meant I would like... Yeah, I was hoping to play a little trivia with you. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you admitted you didn't know anything yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. All right, great. Uh, the number for the French Department of Dubs, named for a region. Dubs? Not, yeah. yeah. Dubs. Yeah, yeah. D-O-U-B-S. <laughs> but I looked up the pronunciation, and it's dubs. Come on. Is it dubs, really? It's dubs, really. I swear. Yeah. yeah. Look it up. Okay. <laughs> you want to take me to task? No. Two dubs does not want to take you to task <laughs> two, two, over dubs. <laughs> Duh dubs, Duh. if you will. Yeah, that's good. Right? I like that. Duh dubs. Duh dubs. Nice. The temperature in Celsius at which some characteristics of semiconductors are specifically given in a data sheet. Huh. <laughs> didn't think that sentence was going to end with data sheet, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Neither did I when I read it. Uh, the number of panels on the TV Ashai, which is a Japanese TV channel, quiz show, Panel Quiz Attack 25. <laughs> That's the name of the show. Wow. Panel Quiz Attack 25. <laughs> I want to see this show. It's pretty. I want to see the panel get attacked. I would like to see that as well. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what any of that means. I don't either. But I'd want to see it. Even after watching it, we probably still wouldn't know what if it is. If there's means. a Japanese game show, I want to watch it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be that. nutty. Yeah. It's going to be slippery. Right. And it's going to be gross. <laughs> yeah. In, in that order. Right. <laughs> but it'll be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. Um... Well, that okay. That so that wraps up the uh, the uh, smattering. Okay, the twenty fivery. So we're gonna it. we're gonna slide right into sports here. <laughs> well, now slide. <laughs> That's what you went with. <laughs> Let's break that down for a second. <laughs> Let's unpack that for a second. Okay, slide. <laughs> nope. What? That is not sliding. It's not. No. Okay. Here's a slide for you. Ready? Okay, yeah. Oh, that's good. Or. Oh, that was good. Yeah. I, like I know from slides. <laughs> you apparently don't. 
Make your slide noise again. <laughs> that is a slurp at best. <laughs> what are you doing? Why, why is it always like this? What, what do you mean? <laughs> why is it always like what? Why are you always so wrong about stuff? <laughs> why are the noises that come out of your mouth so infuriating all the time? That I, I'm just, just <laughs> comes naturally. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yeah. That's here's, what I do. Here's Bill doing a crack of the bat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. No. Let's slide. We're going to slide into sports. Okay. Give me a slide, buddy. Nice. You like that one? Well done. The size of the roster on a major league baseball team for most of the season. That's right. 25 right? until September when until they get the September call September 1st when they get 15 other guys in that locker room, which I always think has got to be pretty awkward. Yeah, it's We've been weird. riding with 25 low these six months. And then if you make the playoffs, it gets weird again because you have to like dump... You don't have the thirty whatever guys in the in the in the after, in the postseason. So you then those guys go away again, and you keep playing back with like your original twenty five. Yeah, but it could be a different whatever. fifteen that go away. Yeah, exactly. You it's, could reconfigure your whole roster <laughs> to go to get a playoff. I don't think "conjigger" is a word. No, <laughs> no. You go "conoiter" or "rejigger," <laughs> but "reconfigger." Yeah. Gonna be it's a combo. You're gonna have to pump the brakes on Rika <laughs> <laughs> But you're a right. Combo. You're right. It could be very confusing. It's weird, right? Yeah. Like I, I would want to close ranks and I would shut those other fifteen out. Yeah. That's how I'd handle that. Unless you're on a losing team, and then it's like, oh well, we can try out a whole bunch of players yeah, at the right. end of the season or for a month and see if they're any good. If you're an old catcher and a new catcher came up, you'd be like, kid, yeah, here are the pads, right. Yes, that's right. I'm not catching taking anymore. the rest of the season yeah. off. See ya. Yeah. Yeah, okay. In that way, I get see I'll it. be in the back playing Poshy. <laughs> you like that, don't you? <laughs> what are you talking about? Poshy. <laughs> uh, the size of the playing roster on any Nippon professional baseball team. Oh, okay. That's the Japanese sure. professional, the highest level of Japanese professional baseball. Nice. Uh, active Nippon rosters consist of 28 players, but prior to each game, managers must designate three players who won't play that game. Mm-hmm. It's not unlike an NBA roster in that way. Yeah, or NFL, they do the same thing. They do the same thing. Yeah. Guy's going to be on IR, this whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're just inactive. That inactive, or right, right, right. And the NBA has that, that 13, 14, 15 slot right. where they can take guys, swap them out. out at any time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I kind of love that. It's interesting, yeah. You don't love it? Uh, uh... I don't know how well, I feel about how, it. How could you be against this? <laughs> I don't even see. I can't even see a road into what you wouldn't like about it. I don't understand why they don't just play. Fif- like if you have 15 guys. Right. Let's get them all, all in Have all 15 there. guys eligible? Yeah. What's well, the strategy, Bill? <laughs> the strategy? The strategy? The strategy? But on most teams, those three guys, you're not, you know, they're the bottom of your roster. I hear you. I hear you. a lot of minutes on the But floor. like, you know, some guy gets ejected, you're down to 11, you don't play three of them anyway. Like it's, it changes things. Yeah. If you had access to 15 guys, plus you'd just, you'd have guys Fallon Shack all game every game because yes. you'd have so many guys. To, I like that. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you'd be like, what am I? I'm watching a James Harden game. Nothing but free throws. Like this is terrible. <laughs> this is disgusting. Yeah. 
Okay, I give. I see what you're saying. Thank That's you. Fair. Okay, Th- you got to trim it down. Yeah, you but in football, it. I think you should have football, access to all those, all guys. the guys that you could possibly exactly. feel. The yeah, roster should I be like 90 that. guys. I agree with that. You know, so that you can have because you're gonna guys gonna yeah. get hurt. All that stuff. In I mean, fact, the you know. roster should expand to whatever containment method you have for the players that week. That's right. <laughs> so, like, if it's a dugout, you can fill the dugout. Yeah. <laughs> if it's an NBA bench, you can fill that many chairs. There you go. Right. I like it. And if it's a sideline. Fill it up. Look the fuck out. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's no reason there should be at least 90 guys on a football team. <laughs> at least 90. I love it. Yeah. I love a 90-man roster. That'd be great, right? Hell yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And think of the numbers. You have guys <laughs> having numbers up in the 90s. Ni- well, we already have guys in the 90s, but I guess that's not that interesting. Think of the numbers. <laughs> you go all the way up to 90. Oh, yeah. wait. Wait. Oh, never mind. Did you know this, Bill? Did you notice? I've never noticed this. This was a this was a, this came as a surprise to me. Uh-huh. Pleasant surprise. In baseball, the number 25 is typically reserved typically reserved for the best slugger on the team. No, I've never heard of that. No. But examples abound. Really? Yeah. I'm going to take a break here and tell you about some 25s that have the guys that have worn 25 in the league. Okay. I Tommy. Can think of, I can think of what who? Tommy. Oh, Jim Tomey, sure. Bonds. Oh, Barry Bonds. Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. McGuire. Mark McGuire. Palmero. Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones. Buddy Bell. Buddy Bell. Jason Giambi. (laughs) Buddy Bell was not the best slugger on any team. He was a slugger. (laughs) He was okay. He hit for he he hit slugging percentage stats. Yeah, he was okay. The fuck out of here with (laughs) your Buddy Bell hatred. I won't have it. I won't have it. And I'm not. I'm I'm not done my list. Oh, sorry. Donnie Baylor. Carlos Delgado, Mark Teixeira. Huh. These are all sluggers. It's true. All wearing 25. A lot of first basemen, too. Well, that's where you put your sluggers. Right. Oftentimes. Yep. One of the hot corners. Right. You know? Yep. I mean, one of the corners. Right. <laughs> There's only one hot corner. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go. Guys Guys wear 25. I've never heard of that before. That's crazy. It's like the goal scorers in soccer wearing 10, mostly. That's right. But it's, it's not like it's an unspoken thing. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. You know? I'd never noticed that before. And there it is, though. Yep. Look for it. I will. It's out there. It's cool. The truth is out there. <laughs> no. Yeah. The number of points needed to win a set in volleyball under rally scoring rules. Huh. Except for in the fifth set. So long as the losing team's score is two less than the winning team's score. Well, sure. You got to win, win by two. Yeah, win by two. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, in U.S. college football, schools that are members of the NCAA Division FBS are allowed to provide athletic scholarships to a maximum of 25 new players every season. Huh, I didn't know that. 25 guys on scholarship. There you go. In your Division One schools. Okay. That's good, right? Yeah. That's like you could scholarship your whole starting squads. That's true. You only need Both 22. sides of the ball. Right. Yeah, that's cool. So... That's probably how it breaks down most of the time. Yeah, I would think you're right. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then there's a kicker on scholarship. Right, and you have your walk-ons and your red shirts. You got a few walk-ons, ball. you got your red shirts. Right. Now you're just saying college football phrases. Whoa, not a I love it. He said, Mama, take back five of them flapjacks. I'm trying to stay hungry for the Crimson Tide. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. That's good. Uh, some other notable 25s, Freddie Belitnikoff. Oh, wow. How about that guy, right? That's cool. Yeah, that smoking wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> Always had a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> crazy to me. So it's still so crazy to me. It was a different time. Yeah, it was. A different era. Yeah. And uh, Normie Van Brocklin. Oh, sure. 
And in my beloved association, only 216 players have worn the number 25. Oh, a little bit of a dip. Came as a big shock to me. Well, they don't have sluggers in the NBA. True. <laughs> but it's a nice round number. You can see guys gravitating towards sure. 25. I don't know. It just seemed like I thought there would be more. Yeah. And also not a lot of notables in 25. Interesting. Yeah, little little. this list is a little depressing. It's a, it's a number primed to be grasped by someone and make it their own. Semi-primed. Semi-primed. Sorry. <laughs> Very good. Come on. That's Very, Addo Zumbo. That is Addo Zumbo. All right. Uh, we got Nick, two free throws ruined my career, Anderson, which is maybe another reason people don't wear 25. Maybe like, it's that dude cursed. lost his fucking mind. That's right. I'm not wearing that number. Yeah, that was a shame what happened to him. Yeah. Do people know? Should we talk about it? Maybe. He missed two big free so throws. So Nick missed two huge free throws in an elimination game, and then the Magic went on to lose that series right. and never win again. Right. And he he ruined his career. Literally, two, he was a great scorer before that moment. Two free throws ruined his career. He couldn't shoot anymore. He couldn't shoot anything right, anymore. Anything. He, was, he, was, he shot like 30% from the free throw line after that. Uh, and it affected his desire to drive to the hole because he was afraid he'd have to go to the free throw right, line. Right, right, right. He, he just became a nothing player. Yeah. Just Un- filled with fear. Unbelievable. It's crazy It to was me. crazy. Poor Nick. It was like Richie Cunningham. Now he's fat and coaching somewhere. <laughs> Wait, what happened to Richie Cunningham? He missed a free throw in a big game. He did? Yeah. In an early episode of playing <laughs> basketball. And he shot underhand. Do you remember this? He shot underhand free throws. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I wasn't a huge Happy Days guy. I think at the beginning of the episode, he hits a free throw to win the game. And he becomes a big hero. Richie does. Richie does. And then he kind of uh, slacks off on his practice habits and all that kind of stuff. And then he has another big chance at a free throw and he misses it. And he learns the lesson that, you know, you got to, you know, success is is fleeting. Be humble in your successes as well as your... your I'm sure Mr. Mr. C probably said those exact words. Yeah. Bone boy. Yeah. It's great. It's a gripping episode. I imagine. Um, I I wish Nick Anderson would You talking Tom Bosley to me and I'm not going to be interested? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) We got to catch Tom Bosley. Okay. Who would they play? Who would they play? I do love the Carl Anthony Towns version so much. <laughs> Good. It's my favorite. I think this is a rather easy. Oh, do you? Easy one. Well, we'll just see about that, okay, won't we? we will. Yeah. Tom Bosley's Tom mad. Bosley. He's what? Better get glad. <laughs> Remember he did those glad <laughs> oh, did trash glad. bag commercials? Glad trash bag commercials, yeah. right. Yeah. And he had quite a theater career for a while, too. The he boss? Was, yeah. He, was, uh, he uh, originated the role of uh, Fiorello LaGuardia in the musical... LaGuardia. You better. Or, no, no, sorry, Fiorello. Shut the, musical the front Fiorello. door. Yeah. And he was the original um, father in the Disney Beauty and the Beast musical. Right. On Broadway. Right. So, yeah, he's had a storied uh, career on the stage in addition True to his television enough. work. How about yeah. it? Yeah. Tommy Bosley. Shelley. That's it? You're just dropping that? I just dropped dropping it and walking away? That's right. <laughs> okay. It's a drop and walk. All right. I just, what do you I, think? I'm fine with it. Uh-huh. We can even go with it. Uh-huh, but <laughs> I just want to float spanel. I just want to float it. Yeah, yeah. I just want to yeah, see yeah. if there's any. If you want to catch any air under that, <laughs> I'm floating it. <laughs> want to see if it picks up any 
thank you, no. <laughs> yes. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, I see where you're Can going. Can you see him like this. my wife <laughs> held in a form? I can see that. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be fun. It would be fun. If we had him on the set for Shelly, which I'm sure he'd do wonderfully. Yeah. I'd want him to just, just do the spinal thing once for me. <laughs> just, just say thank you, no, at least. <laughs> we've never had a, a dual cast to anybody in the thing. Like, we've never, like, given somebody two roles. No. Well, we have we a wealth of people wanting work. But that's why true. would we do that? I don't know. It's, you know. Who, you, would, would, that's something we could do, I guess. Yeah. With makeup I, and costuming. Right. He could play both roles. That's exactly right. But it would be a shame to take your Shelly and make him be your Spanner. It would be an amazing scene because he'd be playing both <laughs> roles in that scene. Sure. He, we could do that thing where half of him is costumed to Spanel <laughs> and the other half is costumed to Shelly and he just turns side to we just see him in profile each time that would be pretty amazing it would be pretty great right it would be pretty yeah. great Bosley <laughs> come early for makeup and hair because we got a lot of work to do <laughs> he'd be there too he's a team player oh absolutely glue guy pro's pro glue guy yeah yeah um I could go either way, honestly. I don't have a strong feeling either way. I'll go Shelly. Yeah? I, yeah, let's give him more to chew on. Okay. That's fine. That's I mean, fun. when when uh, push comes shove, we get to the draft, he's obviously not going to make it. <laughs> but, I mean, he can be in the corral for now. <laughs> right? I hope he's not listening. <laughs> I don't want him to get hurt feelings. Didn't we lose Tom Bosley? I don't know. I honestly don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure he's not listening, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say for sure. You never know. With these podcasts, you put them out there, you don't know who's listening. <laughs> CIA, you know, nodule miners. Nodule you don't know. miners. You they're know. all out there. <laughs> they're all doing something. Yeah. All right, Shelly, it is. No, no. But wait, but wait. But wait. Do you know Do you know what what it would, what would be in Tom Bosley's top four? I'll uh, give you all the money in my pocket. Okay, perfect. All right, and these include TV, if I remember correctly. Uh, do, I mean. Happy Days. Yes. Father Dowling Mysteries. Ooh, great guess. Oh, that's not in not there. up there. Wow, that oh. I would have totally guessed that. Yeah, remember he was like, I want to do what Angela Lansbury is doing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he was off and on murder. She wrote. He was as, as Father. Uh, no, he played a sheriff. Shit, I thought yeah. that was a spinoff. No, it no, wasn't. no. He played the sheriff. Yeah, he played a sheriff the, from New England, the yeah. ver- very Vermonty sheriff. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Boy, so... Oh, now, Jess. I lost my... Did I lose already? I no. guess I lost already. Well, I guess you did. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, there are things here I've never heard of. Or what are the others? Fatal Confe... Oh? What? I owe you an apology, sir. And you are still in the game. Oh. What they have here is one episode of a Father Dowling mystery, <laughs> but not the Father Dowling mysteries. <laughs> so right. you're back in, in baby. <laughs> <laughs> you're, and I owe you an apology. That's quite all right. Yeah. All right, so uh, we got Happy Days, Father Dowling Mysteries. Um, that episode's title, by the way, is Fatal Confession. I love that one. Yes. <laughs> so of course, that's the best one. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. When he murders someone that comes in to confess to him. <laughs> I love that. It's so cool. It's so unexpected. Who tries to sell him land. He, something. <laughs> yeah, he right. did something. Okay, so... Um, Happy Days, Father Dowling. Yep, I'm going to go with... This is such um, an exciting rebound opportunity for you. <laughs> know, right? I'm going to go Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, I would have too, but no. No, that was a good one. All we right. have uh, the backup plan, a 2010 film. What? Yeah, weird, right? Yeah, yeah. That was also starring uh, Jennifer Lopez. 
Oh, okay. The great J Lo. Well, yeah, if J Lo is in it, it's going to be will. popular. And it's a backup plan, right? Right. <laughs> well, she can back up. You know, she backs up. And then up a, to you. a sixty-eight film called Yours, Mine, and Ours, which oh, I actually thought you might pull because sure. you're good at that stuff. Yeah, that's uh, that was like uh, the Brady Bunch kind of. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's a big, the big family union, right? From from separate marriages. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. He played the family doctor. Oh, sure he Which did. Which you can totally see, Yeah, right? absolutely. Probably had one of those reflecty headlamp <laughs> things. <laughs> well, you get to keep your money. <laughs> the Boz. The Boz. The Boz. Yeah. Welcome to the corral, Boz. Uh, back to my list. So Nick Anderson, two free throws around oh, his career. Ruined. Uh, again, Bill, medical Bill Cartwright. This He wore 25 when he went to the Knickerbockers. Nice. Eric Damp Stampier, you're a big fan, right? Eric Dampier. Oh, yeah, I right? Eric Dampier. Yeah, he was a big, big hustler. Yeah. Uh, Robert Big Shot Bob Ori Sure 25 Maybe the most famous 25 Yeah he might be uh, Steve Icewater In his veins Kerr Oh uh, sure Wore 25 at every stop Which is cool Yeah that is cool I guess he was like I'm a slugger y'all Right <laughs> I'm 25 uh, Jerome Kersey Oh I loved Jerome Kersey And that whole team He, he was, was cursed oh with Tiny little hands <laughs> He had the smallest hands Did he? Yeah I don't remember that He couldn't palm the ball Oh wow He was like 6'9 <laughs> Yeah, a, a hulking guy. monster of a dude, but couldn't <laughs> palm the basketball. Crazy. I love that team so much, that Blazer team. Yeah, they, they were Drexler great. and yeah. Duckworth. Yeah, we've talked a lot about uh, them. They keep coming up. Terry Porter. Yeah. Ter oh, oh, Terry Porter. Terry Porter, right? Danny Ainge was on some of those Danny, squads, by the way. That's right. And Sabonis. Oh, right? Arvidas. I mean, come on. I mean, there was there's some chatter of young Sabonis becoming a Celtic, which I'm very excited about. I love that guy, yeah, too. He's, he's really, really good. good. Yeah, really yeah. good. Really good. Uh, we got uh, Timofey Mazi Mazgam, oh, sure. 25, right? <laughs> the great the great Paul Pressey. Oh, yeah. If I may. Mm -hmm. And also the great Mark the Kid Price. I mean, this guy, no one ever talks about. They don't. And I mean, he's a, he, he was John Stockton light. Like, he, he was really good. If, if he played with Malone, we might be talking about Mark Price the way we talk about John Stockton. Right, right. Like it, he was that good. He was really good. And you're right. He was so quiet, just as just a unassuming, guy. Yeah, yeah, quiet. That he didn't make any waves or attend, couldn't grab attention yeah. or anything. Just played on nothing job. teams. Played on teams with carried Craig Elo and Brad and, Darty. and Larry Nance and Brad Darty into the playoffs every year. Yep. Carried those dudes. Yep. Those dudes would have never sniffed at the playoffs without Mark Price. Hot Rod Williams, wasn't he on that team too? <laughs> Hot Rod Williams, Cavs, of course. Yeah. Six man, Hot Rod Williams. Yeah. High flyer. That's right. Yeah. Crazy. He yeah. was good. Good huh? good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, Mark Price, this one goes out to you, buddy. I'm sending this one out to Go the ahead. kid. Yeah. Mark Price. Cool. Uh, Glenn Doc Rivers. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. <laughs> Doc. Hit the Hawks. Doc, yeah. Just hit it. Just hit the jackpot. Yeah. Did Doc Rivers. He did. With, got himself a Kawhi. Got himself a championship level squad. Yep. Um, ben, Big Rondo Simmons. Your boy. Yeah, I do Where's like Ben. 25. That's right. I do like Ben. I do like Ben. I call him Big Rondo. I know. Because <laughs> both of them will just stand there at the three-point arc and be like, nah, I'd rather not. Right. <laughs> no, go ahead, shoot. Yeah, I'd rather not. Mm -mm. No, thanks. No. Not right now. I'd rather not. Not feeling it. No. And finally, Hall of Famer Chet the Jet Chester Walker. Oh. The great Chet Walker. Chet Walker. Sure. Yep. 18, seven, and two for his career, but Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah. 
Well, there you have it, bud. That was great. Thanks. It's a fun list. We had a nice little walk down uh, Cleveland Cavalier memory lane there. That was nice. Yeah. But now we're going to walk down the lane called PDB. I hate that I have to live with that. Why? Because you said it. Said what? Because <laughs> you listened. <laughs> I hate that I have to live with that because I listen. <laughs> well, you do. And today, we're going to pick up a little visit with our friend Sheldon, the, oh, the machine Oh, back Levine. to Shelly in the, in the clink? Yeah, Shelly in the clink. How about it? Yeah, and we'll okay. see what's going on That's there. That's exciting. It is exciting. He's, in, you know, he's been in some trouble. As I recall, there were some dire straits. Yeah. He's been in some dire straits. He has. The last time we saw him, he was uh, visiting with uh, Jerry Graff or the giraffe. The giraffe. In his secret lair. Right. And he learned about the Jerry's plan to escape and about something known as El Ducto. El Ducto. From Ramon. Right. Right. Well, there is a note I wanted to make about that scene, by oh. the way, before we jump in. Please do. There was some con- controversy. <laughs> When we left, when we watched that scene about a wheelchair, you remember this? I do. And I, I think I went back and I watched and I figured out what it is. So Jerry Graff was sitting, or uh, Ramon, Ramon right. was sitting in a wheelchair. Right. But he's not, he's not disabled. He, the, right. Jerry just happened to have a wheelchair in amongst all the weird things he has Got in his lair. And he happened to be sitting in it at the time. Right. I think maybe sometimes Jerry Graff likes to have him push him around like in the wheelchair. I you know, see. Just a show off kind of thing. Right, right. But Ramon is, you know. He's fully functional. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with L- Let legs. me ask you two things uh-huh. about Ramon sure. specifically. Okay. He can walk. Yeah. And... He can also hump? Oh, you would assume. Okay, great. Yeah. Those are the two things I'm concerned about, mostly. <laughs> as long as he can walk and hump, right. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, and by all, by all, uh, by all accounts, accounts yeah. he's able to do both. Great. Yeah, I mean, sure. Great. Yeah. I apologize so. to the listener <laughs> and to you. Friend. No, that's a, it was it was good that you picked up on the whole wheelchair thing. Well, somebody's got to watch. That's right. I don't yeah. know what you're doing <laughs> when we watch these things. I don't know but I was mistaken by that self-same wheelchair. Yeah, but it's um, and I'm happy to know that Ramon's okay. You yes. know that he's not disabled in any way. And again, for the record, can walk. True. And is hump ready <laughs> at any moment. That's right. Okay, great. Okay, good. Sweet. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> Uh, and he's got this swanky lair, you know, with the uh, uh-huh. and the uh, brandy and one of those things with the. Uh, you give him my note. Yeah, of course. What would he say? What did he say? N- nothing. Nothing. You think I'm some kind of fool? Fool? No shit, TBD. He didn't even read it. Uh huh. Then what do you want to talk to you about anyway? Mm, I don't know. Oh, come on. Do I have to tell you? You don't have to, but you gonna. Breakout. He, he said he's planning a breakout. That old fool even stupider than I thought he was. How's he gonna break out of here? Well, he said something about, I, I don't know, an air shaft or something. Oh, hell no. Some kind of vent. Uh, El Ducto. He called it El Ducto. Don't give me that jibber jabber. You listen to me, machine, and you listen good. 
There ain't no such thing as El Ducto. And anyone who says otherwise is a goddamn liar, motherfucker. You hear me? Now, hold on, TBD. Permit me to do this a second. I'm older than you. The giraffe seemed pretty sure of himself. Don't mean nothing. He said there's some plans or a layout or something. What you talking about, machine? You talking about El Ducto schematics? Yeah. You, you, you know where I can get them? Hey, woman. Hey, woman. Hey. Tell this fool there ain't no El Ducto. El Ducto? Oh, sweetheart, I haven't heard those words since Disco died. I- is it real? Is Liberace gay? I don't know, is he? Oh, please. When he walks down the street by himself, it's a pride parade. Well, do you know where I can get the schematic? Yeah, he's got it. TBD? God damn it, why you gotta sell me out like that, fool? You know I can't keep a secret. Get out of here. Go get me a cup of chamomile and some pecan sandies. God damn. Coming right up. All right, machine. I'll give you the plans, but on one condition. When the giraffe breaks out of here, woman and me are going with him. What? No, uh, he ain't gonna like that. That's the deal. Take it or leave it. I suggest you take it. (laughs) Damn. Again, last week ended with a little bit of an ominous note. And this week's a scene ends with a little bit of an I mean, ominous note. It's good writing, right? That's what it is. <laughs> it is. Grace is knocking it out of the park. She is. You, well, she wants to leave you wondering what's going to happen. Yeah, next. on edge. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Right, right. It's good stuff. Yeah. And I have to say, I, I, you know, I love Mr. TBD. And whenever he's in a scene, I'm always excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I hope we get to keep him around too. Yeah, I hope so. You know, who knows? Who, who knows? Maybe he'll learn the sales ropes. <laughs> That's right. You never know. You don't know. Yeah. His he his name is an acronym, so maybe he would enjoy, you know, throwing around acronyms all the time. That's right. With the sales guys. Right. It seems to be in his blood. It seems to fit. As long as we keep him and Moss away from each other. Oh. That would be volatile. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think they'd get along those two? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're going on sits together. <laughs> Those two. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't close them. I don't know. Come on. Come on. You're coming out with me. Mr. T as Arano. <laughs> now that's casting. That is great. That is great. Oh, God. I hate this job. <laughs> How can you talk to me like that, fool? How can you talk to a man like that? I don't want to go to lunch. <laughs> you fucking go to lunch. Sucker. I love it. That's amazing. I love it. That's pretty amazing. I would pay handsomely <laughs> yeah, to see that. I would too. All right, let's go up to the top. Top of the top of the top of the inning. Top of the, let's go. Top of the Here inning. Here we go. So uh Shelly comes up to T B D uh out in the yard or whatever, and T B D's like pumping iron, looking really <laughs> pumped up he's buff he is buff i mean he's got he's got prison body that's he, what they call uh, him prison muscles yeah he he's really got does him. yeah he's yeah. got him in spades yeah yeah yeah. nobody's gonna mess with this guy yeah yeah it's a perfect bodyguard for shelly they're not pretty muscles no they're not like terrell owens muscles right they're like prison muscles yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know what i mean oh they're like overworked because they got they're nothing like, else to do but they're like utilitarian oh, and enormous right <laughs> <laughs> right that's right yeah 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 so uh shelly's ex- describing to TBD about his experience with the trees reporting back as That's right. he was requested yeah. to as, do. Take right. him as was note, the deal. Right. Yeah. And report back to me. Right. So Shelly says he's got this swanky lair, you know, with the blah blah and the brandy and one of those things with the and then TBD's like, You give him my nope. 
Sean says, yeah, of course. What do you say? And TBD can't wait. Yeah, he's like excited he has to get right for to it. A report. He yeah. wants a report. Shelley's m- 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 mumbling on right. about the lair and, and the, the brand. Thing. He and what, the is, what does TBD care about? He doesn't fucking. <laughs> right. You give my note. Right. <laughs> yeah, why am I listening to this? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what did he say? And Shelley says nothing. That's uh, uh, that's not a report. What's, I mean, what's is, Shelley's move here? Like he knows know. that's not going to fly. But he, he's. I, I. But he didn't say anything about the note. He did give him the note, and the draft didn't didn't read it and didn't say anything about it. Yeah, which is strange. That is strange. It makes you wonder what's going on. What's up with the note? Yeah. Yeah. What did it say? Why, why didn't he read it? I mean, it's 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 unusual. Yeah. Seemed dismissive. It did. Right? It seems like there may be another shoe to fall oh in boy. the future, perhaps. Oh, boy. With regards to this oh note. Oh, boy. But I, what do I know? You don't know anything. So, um, TBD is a little incredulous. He's like, nothing. What, what, what do you want to talk to you for? Right. You know, and Shelly's like, oh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, he didn't even read the note, you know? <laughs> I do know. Uh, <laughs> I just watched it. Right. <laughs> To which the, the uh, Mr. TBD just growls at him. Yeah, which is fun. That's always fun. Yeah, yeah. And um, you, why use words exactly when you can use guttural utting, utterings? <laughs> That's right. Right. <laughs> it's more effective, I think. It can be in some, in Get some given cases. certain scenarios. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. And in this case, it works pretty well. Shelley, who we know is is used to, um, you know, shooting his mouth off at the least, the you know, least provocation. It's his like, fatal flaw. Right. As we've said many times. He's got a big mouth. Got a big mouth. The show is like, oh, come on. Do I have to tell you? Which is very similar to what he says to Williamson right. in the movie when Williamson's about to uh, turn him in. That's right. Uh, to which Mr. TBD replies, you don't have to, but you're going to. But, well, you gonna. <laughs> right. <laughs> you gonna. <laughs> you gonna. That's right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's good. It's, it is good. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to. But you're going. To. But you're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very persuasive. Yeah. Which, and that immediately Shelly jumps in. Hey, break out. He's going to break out. He's, he's breaking out. Moss. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Totally. Yeah. And then TBD's like, well, that old fool is even stupider than I thought he was. How yeah. the hell is he going to break out of here? Maybe a hint at their at their relationship there. Oh, old Like fool? there's a history there. Maybe. You know? It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I know the, the, the Isn't giraffes. that the way Uncle Jesse talks about Boss Hog? <laughs> That old fool, because they used to run shine together. Like, <laughs> seems like that kind of thing, right? With right. TBD and the yeah, it would have to the, be before they were in prison. Because, absolutely, because Jerry Graff's only been there for a yeah, few days. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Yeah. See, um, and then Shelley says that uh, he said something about an air shaft or something, and, and TBD like knows where this is going. Yeah. He's like, oh hell, oh, no. hell no. <laughs> No, he didn't start it with this shit again. <laughs> uh, Shelly says, oh, it's El Ducto. He called it El Ducto. Right. And then TBD goes off on him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, don't listen to that jibber living at, Yeah, exactly. You listen to me, machine. You listen good. There ain't no such thing as El Ducto. Yeah. And anyone who says otherwise is a lying motherfucker. Lying motherfucker. Harsh Man, words. Very Strong harsh. words. Very strong. Strongly worded. Yeah. Yeah. Ironic, given what comes after it. <laughs> Indeed, you know, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure why he's trying to hide the existence of El Ducto so hard. Yeah, but he clearly doesn't want Shelley to know anything about it. That's right. But Shelley persists. Yeah, like, hold on, TBD. Uh, permit me to do this a second. I'm older than you. <laughs> yeah, which always works. I mean, you know, you can't say no. 
To a guy like Shelley? Yeah. No. No. You can't. No, you can't. Yeah. And he says, well, the draft seemed pretty sure about it, you know? And TBD said, don't mean nothing. And Shelley mentions that there is, there's some plans or a layout of the whole thing. and Schematics. That's right. TBD seems to know what he's talking <laughs> yeah, about. That's right. The, the L-Ducto schematics. You're talking about L-Ducto schematics. And Shelley's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where can I get them? And uh, then TBD calls in woman <laughs> to <laughs> try to get, <laughs> try to. He does. Uh, he does call clarify in woman. his position. That's right. With a hey woman, which hey seems woman. like a weird move. <laughs> honestly, it does. Given, well, I think, especially given how it all winds up. That's right. How it unfolds. <laughs> yeah. But I think he was hoping that woman, uh, you know, would back him would up. Would go along with the exactly the obfuscation. That's right. Yeah. 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 And I guess TBD. Maybe he's not a good liar. Maybe he doesn't. You know, he's gone as far as he can with covering up this <laughs> alducto thing. He doesn't want to say anymore. You know what I mean? I don't know. All right. I like it. So, so he calls in woman, which is fine because I, anytime we get to visit with woman, I think is a lot of fun. I enjoy her company. Hey. <laughs> woman comes in. Yep. And TBD says, please tell this old fool that there's no such thing as El Ducto. Right. Uh, and it's, it's been a while, I guess, since woman's heard anything about El Ducto because he says he hasn't heard those words since Disco died. Right. Um, That's a while. That is a while. It's a long while now. In 92, that would have been 20-some years. 20-some years. Yeah, almost right. 30, probably. That's right. Um, and Shelly is like, well, is, is it real? And a uh, woman responds with another question. Is Liberace gay? It's kind of like it does, a, does the Pope shit in the woods kind of thing. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> Although, is it the Pope? <laughs> <laughs> That's the old Steve Martin joke. Oh, right. right. Does the Pope shit in the does woods. Does the Pope, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure I'm gonna go with yes <laughs> um, and Shelly says I, I don't know is he uh, and then woman says oh please when he walks down the street by himself it's a pride parade good one it's good line <laughs> zing solid line the zinger yeah uh, it's solid he's a, he's a whole parade in, in and of himself that's right a yeah. pride parade a gay parade yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that's yeah. yeah that's how gay he is I love a parade I do too yeah. do you like a parade really I do do you go to many parades? I don't ever. I mean, I go. I go to the Mummers Parade. Yeah, nearly yearly. You almost don't have to because it kind of like comes it does by your come house by my year house. round. It rattles my walls yeah. on their way to Broad Street, <laughs> uh, and that's that's a fun part of living here too, for sure. Yeah. Um. But I used to play in parades. Oh. I. I. You. We talked about the me having been a trumpeteer. Yes. At one point. That got me into some parades. Oh, nice. As you might imagine. Oh, sure. I, I don't mean to brag, but <laughs> I've been in upwards of a dozen parades. Wow. Yeah. That's fun. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's just some cool stuff about me, Bill. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, I have a friend who like... At, I like at, parades. At like July 4th goes to every parade and every like firework display he can find. Like he spends, all, drags his family around from parade to parade, fireworks to fireworks, like all week. He should be shot. <laughs> That's a horrifying thing to he subject your family to. Yeah, and he, he loves it. And they know it's coming and they're all like, oh God, oh, not again. Not our annual torture. Wow. Yeah. What's the joy? Guy loves a parade. I don't Guy know. loves a parade. <laughs> he really does. How about it? Yeah. Whatever. All right. I don't, I'm not a big fan. It's the crowds. It's, you know. You don't like crowds. I don't like crowds. But it's it noisy, is like it's you know, you know it's uh, bazooka gum and and uh, stuff getting thrown at you from a float. 
and then like local business owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, and then a and then a trumpeteer. And I do some, like a small town parade like that, like yeah. a real like a real classic old. That's small my town level parade of parade <laughs> when they everybody's like, who's got the nicest car in town that we can put the little miss you know yeah essex county in right you know that kind of thing right 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 i love that would you drive it at seven miles per hour <laughs> through town <laughs> for us it's it's a lamborghini <laughs> I, it doesn't go seven miles an hour yeah <laughs> yeah right i have to do it in reverse and can the rotary club's president sit on the back of it <laughs> i guess <laughs> no, no, that seems weird yeah i love that kind of stuff you do though. yeah those are fun all right and the, the local dance school comes down with their banner and the little girls dancing and stuff like that it's sure all cute. it is it's yeah it's a small towny stuff yeah and there's not a big crowd i like that if i imagine it like a norman rockwell painting i love it yeah, yeah if yeah, i yeah. imagine it like it actually is i hate it <laughs> <laughs> i hear that yeah okay so, um, that's the pride parade. And then Shelly asks woman if he knows where, if he knows. That's the, all the stuff we have on pride parade. Great. <laughs> that's covered. Great. Good, good. Happy pride, everyone. That's right. For sure. Yeah. And then Shelly asks woman if he knows where, uh, he can get the schematic. Right. To which woman, surprisingly, blurts out. Yeah, in a shock, shocking display. <laughs> it's a shocking We twist. all were like, what is happening? Without without even pausing to think about it yeah. or anything, he right. just says, yeah, he's got it. This guy right here. TBD. <laughs> this asshole. Points right at him. Yeah. And TBD is not happy. Can't believe it. No, he can't believe it. Can't, be- can't believe it. He can't believe it. Like, how could you not pick up what that I didn't want that out there? <laughs> right, exactly. What... <laughs> What what was lacking in my countenance <laughs> that made you think I wanted you to say that? <laughs> they probably should have talked about it. Yeah, beforehand. Maybe. You know, maybe. just went over the what's the shot? You never open your mouth until you know what the shot is. Say whatever you want about woman. He or she is exceptionally honest. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like bluntly, yeah, at all costs, honest. Can't keep a secret. Doesn't care about your feelings even. <laughs> just gonna say whatever the truth is. That's right. You got to admire that on some level. You do have to admire yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and in in your in in his job as a valet, right? It's important to be honest and truthful. It is. You know, your 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 pants are are wrinkled. Let me yeah. let me iron them for you. Yes. You know, you can't let him go out and and, and other really honest truths like that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be honest about it those is. big you, ones. You got something on your face. <laughs> let me wipe it off for you. You know, that you got some. You know, you got some Lorna Dune. You know, crumbs in your beard. That's that right. Kind of thing. Yeah, you know, which. I'm sure Mr. TBD has totally most of the time. I mean, he's got to keep up appearances. You know what I mean? Mr. TBD's the top dog. He's got to make sure he looks good and is, you know, yeah, bringing the right image. That's right to the to the cell block. That's right. So honesty is important in a valet. That's right for sure. <laughs> Especially no question. A prison, no question. A prison valet. A prison valet? Yeah. You. That's what you need. <laughs> you need honesty. <laughs> A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, because some shit's going to go down. That's right. You know? I mean, you have to trust your valet. You Batman, want an honest guy on your side. Batman trusts Alfred with his very life. That's right. You know, you can't have someone who's going to lie to you. That's right. That's not going to work. That's right. So. And clearly, woman is like Mr. TBD's Alfred. That's right. <laughs> clearly. Absolutely. Yeah. One hundred percent. That's right. <laughs> so Mr. TBD's upset. God damn it. Why you got to sell me out like that? Yeah. And woman says, you know, I can't keep a secret. Right. So. Cool. We now we know. Now we know. Don't tell woman your secrets. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and TBD gets mad. Get out of here. Go get me a cup of chamomile and some pecan sandies. God damn it. Yeah. 
And again, here he is with the tea and cookie combination. <laughs> in the other scene, he had... Um, Can you blame him? No, I really can't. <laughs> Doesn't that sound pretty good? <laughs> the tea and cookies. Some pecan sandies? Uh, they're good. Like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in the other scene, he had... Uh, what did he have? It wasn't chamomile. It wasn't Rui Bose. It was... Uh, what was the tea he had? Golly, I don't remember. I don't... <laughs> Come on, you're supposed to know these things. I don't things. remember. Come on. Oolong, that was it. Oh. Give me an oolong and some Luna Dunes. That is Lord, a... Lorna Dunes. Luna Dunes. Luna Dunes. Lorna Dunes and Oolong. Give me some Oolong and a Luna Bar. <laughs> <laughs> this time he's going with the chamomile and pecan sandies. Right. So he's probably... Sli- he wants to take a nap. The chamomile help relax You him. think that's what it is? Or maybe just because he's angry. He's he just he's worked down. up. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was the imagining. chamomile yeah. will soothe yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Just let me smell it for a second. <laughs> Everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's all. That's it. And then he takes a sip and he's back to normal. Right, right, right. Yeah. Gotcha. And the pecan sandies is just a treat. Just, a treat. <laughs> just a, a treat. He deserves a treat it's, it's, after this. Yeah, high noon tea. High noon. High tea. It's high tea. <laughs> right? Right. You got to have a biscuit. You got to have something. That's right. Right? <laughs> nice digestive biscuit. That's right. Troy would know all about those. <laughs> But I he would know how much they'd weigh, I bet. You think he would? In Troy ounces. See, I wasn't going to ask him because I thought maybe I was overstepping my bounds. Yeah, I don't think you should. <laughs> Between All you right. and me, I don't. Let's not test him. Okay, let's skip it okay. for now. Okay. Uh, so, woman says, coming right up, which is customary for him, apparently. <laughs> and TBD then lays out uh, a deal. So, he says, okay, um, you caught me. I yeah. have the schematics. Right. But I will give them to you if and only if when the giraffe escapes that he takes woman and me with him. That's right. We all go. That's right. We want out too. That's right. Right. Makes perfect sense. That's right. It's, it's, uh, he's got the plans. He, he deserves to be let into the deal, right? That's right. But if we remember, Jerry Graff said, don't let TBD know why you want the schematics. That's right. He did. He did. He did. And TBD, Shelley didn't let him know, but TBD has put two and two together and figured it out. It sure seems I guess he did tell him. He said he was planning a breakout. Yeah. And also, what else would you want him for? Right. Exactly. Right. (laughs) He's just as interested in that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 He's going to build a a, a scale model of the prison (laughs) and he needs to see the schematic. Exactly. To do the duct work. Yeah. Um, I'm studying. Early penitentiary design. <laughs> right? That's right. He's not doing that. No, he's not. He wants out. Yeah. As as they all do. Yeah. So, uh, Shelly says he's not going to like that. Right. But TBD says tough tooties. That's the deal. Take it or leave it. Tooties. 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 You got a problem with tooties? Uh, yeah, because I don't know what it is. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's just a slang. It's just a thing. Thing, yeah. It's right. just something you say. But that's not what the expression is. What is the expression? You know what the expression is. What is it? Play the harp. <laughs> is it titties? It's is that tough what you're titties. Going yeah, for? of course it is. But I'm not going for it. That's not? the long-standing saying. <laughs> It'd be like if I corrected you singing the Star Spangled Banner, and you'd be like, "Oh, say, can I visualize? Is that what you're going for?" I'm like, no, that's the fucking song, dude. <laughs> that's just how the the saying is. Tough titties. Really? It's always been tough titties. I've always heard tough tooties. It's definitely not been tough something that doesn't exist. <laughs> What's a tootie? I think it's just slang. When when you're in a situation where you can't say titties, <laughs> but you might be able to say tooties because uh-huh. nobody, nobody will say, oh, that's offensive. Get out of here because they don't know what it is. Huh. So you can just say it. See what I'm saying? Nope. What? Tooties. Tooties. 
Tough tooties. Tough tooties. Yeah. You have actually heard it like this before. Sure. Yeah. All right. I've heard it. I've said it everything. <laughs> and now I've done it here. Well, I don't like it. <laughs> and you've got a real Williamson thing going on right now. <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> At all. It's the second time today I have Williamson you. You have. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Are you smoking marijuana? Smoking marijuana. (laughs) Just like it is 7.30. Only I had a pipe in my mouth. (laughs) And the room smelled like some dank weed. And Bill Bill gives me this smoking marijuana. (laughs) Good. It's good. And then you just did it again. I did. I did it. And I said it. And I've done it. I'm like, God damn, dude. It does shut me down. It does make me go like, Ugh. Oh, well, I don't want No, that. it's good. No, it's good. It's good? Go, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. But t- tooties is not a thing, and you shouldn't say that anymore. <laughs> and if you're talking about things being tough in places where you can't say titties, just stop. Just leave. Just walk out the door. Where are you that you can't say titties? What are you doing? What are you at? What? Romper room? What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't All know. right. I don't know anymore. Okay. <laughs> I just don't know anymore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's the deal. Take it or leave it. And I suggest you take it. Mm-hmm. Ominous. Very ominous. Yeah. Very much so. And I guess Shelley's next step will be to go back to the giraffe and see what he thinks of the deal. Look, I didn't do this. But TBD wants to go with you. Right. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I didn't spill the beans. Honest, right, Jer. Right. You know, Jer. <laughs> yeah. Jer. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's something. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope that, that I hope that I, what I hope, should I, can I talk about sure, that? Of course. Can I talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I hope that it, that it's okay with the giraffe. Mm-hmm. I hope that he's, he'll have open arms right. about it. Because I would like to see them all get out. Of course, TBD can come along. Right. I right. wouldn't think he he would have wanted to. Uh, I hope it goes like that. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know. I see that. Yeah. Because I'd like to see them all get out. Yeah. That would be fun. As would I. Yeah. Then they could have adventures. Together. Imagine that group out there adventuring. That's right. How great would that be? That would be pretty fun, right? Yeah. The two prison honchos and the valets and shell. <laughs> And maybe with Jerry Graff's leadership, they could start up a new sales organization. Whoa. And take on Mitch and Murray. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? This this seems like it almost has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty cool. It would be cool. And and woman and Ramon could be like, you know, some broad sit behind a desk or something, you know, some broad answer the phone. Yeah, what do you need? Some broad answer the phone? What do you need? Ramon answer the phone? <laughs> hey, woman. Hey, woman, I have just the person for you. That's right. Yeah. Woman would be like Grace, except she'd be real. He'd be real. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He could pull the negotiable papers and do all that kind of stuff for you. (laughs) The negotiable papers. With attitude, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit of attitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Like, how would she respond to Shelley asking for the negotiable papers? (laughs) You know... Like, uh, like, uh, woman, <laughs> uh, woman, hey, <laughs> get my stuff together and get the negotiable papers coming right up. <laughs> oh, yeah. so very accommodating. Yeah, very accommodating. I see. Yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah. I mean, it's not, not always, like Ramon. Ramon would not be accommodating. It's not always going to be tood, but every once in a while you're going to get some tood. Okay. Yeah. Ramon. Ramon yeah. seems a little tood first <laughs> in his projection. Hey, poppy, you yeah. know, you yeah. know, you ain't getting that poppy or whatever, <laughs> you know, something. Yeah. 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 
I got you in negotiable papers right here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right? That's right. Yeah. Still yeah. doing it. Sure. But it got, it's got to come with He knows his place. Smart alecky. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would be really fun. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Know what else would be fun? Semi-prime properties. Whoa, I like it. <laughs> Semi-prime properties. That's right. Yeah. It's really melding all of the <laughs> it stuff. Is, it is. It's a little meta. It is. Yeah. Super meta. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? What'd well, you I like? was, no, I was going to segue, but I understand that no one's allowed to do that but you. Holy so uh, why don't you go ahead and segue us into the final segment of the day? Okay. What is it? You know what it is. I do? It's your fucking idea. <laughs> you came to me with this. You say, do this, we'll get well. I say, fine. <laughs> then I bring it up to you. You pretend like you don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, well, I have I have this. This I have. I have a bitter wheat update. Is that what you want to hear? Well, that is what I was getting at. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, bitter wheat is now open <laughs> in London. And the reviews are for bitter hot. weed. For those of you that don't know, yeah, David Mamet's this new Mamet play. new this new Mamet play about Weinstein. That's right, the Weinstein esque character. That's correct. We'll say that's right. And yeah. it has oh, if you've been listening to the show, we've been sort of talking about it. It is now open on. We're we talking about it. Or we've been speaking. We're about speaking. It? About <laughs> it. Speaking as, about an, as idea. an idea, <laughs> but it's no longer just an idea. It's actually a thing. It's now. a thing that's happening. Yeah, and they had a, a press night, and people came, and and boy, did they! Now there are reviews. <laughs> Um, and they're, you know, they're not overly positive, <laughs> I would say. Um, right? I, I think just, snippets just of the, the way reviews. you said there have been reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows exactly what has been happening. Yeah. Um, it's getting straight up panned. Yeah. I would say it's, it's a range between panned and like, meh, who cares? You know, I think that on the high end, it's meh. Who Especially cares? who cares from this guy. You're, we're, I seem to get in a lot of that. Like, right, right. Who cares what this guy thinks? Right, about... About, about this, this subject. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it seemed to be that he would be a good choice to write a play about a film executive and um, sexual harassment. Right. Because he's written a, two plays, one Oleana about sexual harassment mm-hmm. and one... Uh, speed the plow. Speed the plow about Hollywood about, executives, and and it also has like gender. It you definitely know, does, yeah. Sexual kind For of sure. stuff going on in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it seemed like well, twenty years ago, it would have been a good, really good fit, right, for David Mamet. Right. Today, you know, I don't know. It seems weird, right. And I have not having seen the play, I don't want to sit here and like trash it and tell people not to see it, right, because I haven't seen it. But the reviews do bespeak what you would assume is bad about yeah. this play. The critics are not happy, <laughs> right? Right. With what has, but come in out. the ways that you'd think it'd be bad, they're like, I guess what I'm saying is they're corroborating all my predictions. Yeah. About yeah, yeah, why yeah. this play won't work. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What well, you know, the new, uh, the Guardian called it a monstrous misfire. <laughs> Rare. <laughs> Uh, Time Out said David Mamet's Harvey Weinstein inspired satire is bad, weird, and pointless. Sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just uh, just a lot of not great stuff. Well, there's another one that says, here's one from The Independent in the United, in the United Kingdom. That's a big one. John Malkovich brilliantly captures Harvey Weinstein. And it goes on, I'm sure. Let me just read it here to say that the play is not very good. Right. <laughs> but John Malkovich brilliantly captures Harvey Weinstein. Sure. Um, and that's cool. And for most of the well, reviews... Well, John Malkovich is a talented performer. Yeah, and most no of the reviews have, have said that he, he's giving a really good performance. Right. And he's certainly got a lot of 
stuff to work with. As we know, Mamet can really write, you know, some great overbearing male characters. No like question. Christy Roma. No and question. Other, others. Yeah. So he certainly kind has, of the wheelhouse. Exactly. <laughs> for him. Exactly right. Absolutely. So Malkovich is obviously having fun embodying that kind of a character. Yes. Um, but on the other hand, uh, it's it's not looking like what stance does it take? Really. What does it leave you with ultimately? Bleh. Yeah, it's diverting but unnecessary, adding the, to the sense of frustration that Mamet at his peak could and would have explored this affair to reach more complex conclusions. Well, that may or may not be true. Bitterwheat never fully reveals the psychological depths of this depraved character or the motivations of those around him who enabled such abuse of power. That's what I'm talking about right yeah. there. Yeah. It's him uh, smoothing it somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is my biggest fear. And that that is kind yeah. of what's... He, there are other reviews I've read that said that, you know, the the, the other characters are thin at best, right. especially the female characters. Exactly. Don't... You know, one of them, in fact, his secretary just does nothing about... And she's a woman, does nothing about all these abuses, even though she knows about it. Sweet. And there's a young actress in this play who he abuses, and she does nothing to kind of like try to escape or, right. you know, do right. have any kind of clever thought about how to get out of it. Sure. She just kind of, you know, goes along with it. She falls asleep in his hotel room, blah, 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 like really just silly right. things. Right. And then they all say kind of that the second act of the play devolves into like, I don't get it. Like it's <laughs> all kinds of weird stuff happens yeah. with terrorists and there's people bringing <laughs> guns on stage and, you know, it just becomes weird at that point. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, on the other hand, if you go to the uh, Twitter page of Bitterwheat, which is at Bitterwheat Play, you know, they have taken pains to put lots of positive sure. reviews sure. on their own Twitter page. Sure, sure, sure. You know, and, and there are plenty of women quoted on there okay. who say, oh, I had a wonderful night at the theater at great. this Bitterwheat Play. Great, great. Um. So, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, what can you do? I don't know. Other a, than crossing, takes all kinds. Other than hopping across the pond and going to see this thing, you know, I, I you know. Do you think it'll ever get here? That's a great question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that was one of the things that a lot of people said is, that, you know, it opening in, in London was a wise sure. idea. Right. Because there's no way you could just put it right on Broadway here. It would, it would yeah. tank immediately. O- open that at Mark Tapper. In LA, and yeah, it would go down. It goes down week one, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So trying it out in London is a good idea, right? I think I I don't think it's going to make it, and I don't think we'll ever do it here, right? Sadly, but I mean, I don't know if I'd want to. Somebody will someday do it here, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not sure. I'd I'd pay to see it anyway, Hmm. given you know the recent. Would you wouldn't pay to see Malkovich in it right now if you could get to it? You would. You know you would. I don't know. I'm so afraid. I'm so snake bitten by my recent Mammoth <laughs> theater experiences. For sure, yeah. You know, yeah. I sat through China Doll and The Anarchist, <laughs> and you spent money on both of those things. And I, I'm very, you know, hesitant. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed The Penitent. That was pretty good. You did, yeah. I mean, I read it. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. But I am a little shy about you know rushing to the theater to see. <laughs> A new David Matt play, especially this particular one. Yeah. You know. I get it. I get it. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. If I wouldn't give it a If you're in cent. London 
and you've seen it, let us know. Let us know. Tweet at us Get or at whatever. Us. Get at us. Let us know if it's Please. any good. Or your personal opinion of it. I'd love to hear from Absolutely. a real person yeah. who has seen this and can vouch for it. Right. Not but, in anybody's pocket. Exactly. Not yeah. like these 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 Twitter quotes on their Twitter page could be made up. You know, they, I'm of sure course. they're real, but yeah, you know, of who course. knows? Um, who knows? One thing I will say about it is one of the actors in it is an old uh, David Mamet favorite from some of his films. Well, who do recognize. we have? Uh, Rebecca Pigeon's brother, oh, who is in, uh, he's in State and Maine. He plays a, um, he plays a reporter. Remember, in like mid, more than midway through, when all the stuff goes down, he's outside. Bob Barringer has been, you know, blah blah blah. I whatever. do, yeah. That's a pigeon. Yeah, I had no idea. His name's Matthew Pigeon or something like that. I can't remember his name. And uh, he's also in uh, the Winslow Boy. He plays the brother. Oh, in that one. How um, about it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think they call him Pidge? Maybe. That's his first name. Matthew. It is Matthew. Okay, cool. And I like him. I think he's good. You know, he hasn't been in, I don't think he's been in a lot other than those mammoth pieces, but uh, I do like him. All the money in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, of course. I don't think I could name a single thing. Well, you you definitely could name two of the the, four. The Winslow Boy and State Maine. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I guess he's not known from not in much else. else actually, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's pretty good though. But he's in it. I bet he does lots of theater, and then when when his big sis can get him into a film, right, or a play, <laughs> or, or whatever, play. right? Yeah. yeah, why not? So that's with the bitterweed update. So and and it, and on the uh, on this side of the pond, the female Glengarry Glen Ross update is nothing. I mean, it is radio silence, and this is a really <laughs> bad sign. Because all of the Broadway houses are starting to turn over now for the new season. Sure. Stuff's closing. It's when Stuff's you gonna start, start to be getting in. the word out yeah. of a big so, deal like this. So, yeah, they should be finding, a, if they're doing it, they should be able to find a home and get started. Because now we're looking like at January before this thing even opens. <laughs> so, I I don't know. I wish I had I wish I had good news for you. Just go to your log cabin and stop working. <laughs> Just don't let anybody else produce your plays and go away. Yeah? Is that what you would do? That's what I would do. Yeah. But I would have done that 10 years ago because I'm lazy. <laughs> Dave kept working. I give he him did. credit for that. That's true. It brings up a, a, a thought for me for perhaps a future mini-sode. What do you got? The decline of David Mamet. Mm. And like, how? Wh- where would you put the pin uh-huh. in his body of work to say, this is where it started? And like, it, this was the it thing. might be personal. Like It yeah, might it have been be a personal. different moment for me than it was for you. Exactly. Like I have a moment. I know you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I have one. Yeah. that's like that's a piece of work. All right. That I think was the turning point. He's in a mini so. Yeah. Yeah. You know we like a mini so. We do. So, but that's that. That's the update. I love it on those things. Thanks for those updates, buddy. My pleasure. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. No. Yeah. Okay. You want to go home? Um. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay good all right well then thanks everybody for okay. putting up with our jibber jabber i want to go home <laughs> please let me go home sing it with me now well i feel so broke up oh yeah i, I want to go, go home <laughs> yes loop john b that's right yeah so hoist up the john b sails everybody <laughs> see how the main sail sets and for the captain ashore, let me go home. Let me go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. Please let me go home. Please let me go home. When I feel so broke up, 
I want to go home. What would David Mamet think? What would David Mamet think? 